Can't pass up a chicken, Chick-fil-A chicken sandwich. No. Nah. Hey, welcome everybody to another episode of Cigar Store Idiots. I am Rob. Today I have Tyler with me. How's it going, everybody? Andrew will not be here. He's mm-hmm. working a real job today. Uh, I want to introduce our special guest from the blustery fields of Lake Point mm-hmm. Sports Complex. Oh, you would think we're in Wrigley Field today. Uh, I've got uh, number eight on your program, number one in your hearts, Mr. Charlie Culberson. How you doing, sir? I'm good. Thanks for having me. I'll be the fill-in today for you guys. Yeah, well, hey, <laughs> that's great, man. We're glad to have you. So how's things going? Uh, great. Uh, we got good weather here today, and um, the last two days, you know, we've had this camp going here at Lake Point. We're having a great time just seeing a lot of smiles on these kids' faces, being able to teach some good baseball, and obviously just having fun. That's the biggest thing for us. How many kids you got at the camp this year? And we have a uh, hundred and... Two, 112 that's in, awesome. in two camps, so 112, 57 in one and 55 in the other. That's, so this is a it's a good turnout. That's a good haul. That's yeah. a very good group of kids. So yeah, absolutely. So um, Tyler used to play with your dad. Tyler played with your dad for a couple uh, dad with a couple of years uh, yep. with uh, the Double Day Braves, and uh, and I and I'll tell you, I, like I told your dad, I'm you know we're very grateful to to be able to work with you know being there with your dad and uh, and uh, Tyler played ball with him. He learned a whole lot from him. So uh, he was a uh, he was a big asset in our in our life, and we adopted him as part of the family. Uh, so we, we love your dad to death. He's a good good guy. So. Yeah, my dad's, uh, I think, helped a lot of people come through um, the Rome area and the surrounding areas with uh, with baseball. And uh, he obviously just wants wants them to do well right. and loves seeing these guys just becoming men yeah. and uh, being good people. So uh, I think a lot of people has been, have been touched by my dad, and especially in the baseball career. Yeah, yeah, we we think a lot of him for sure. Absolutely do. So, um, so right now, um, we know you're in free agency right now. So, what what we got any you got any secrets you can give us or anything you're looking at right now as far as who you're talking to and mm-hmm. and what's going on? Man, I wish um, <laughs> free agency isn't all what it's cracked up to be for a lot of guys right now. Um, for a lot of like the big free agents, they can kind of get a a pick of where they want to go, right? Um, if you want to say it like that. Um, unfortunately, I don't really have that luxury. I have talked with a few teams, um, but with with the uncertainty of the season next year, sure, teams not exactly knowing if they're going to have fans in the stands at the beginning of the season. I'm guessing for the front office, uh, front offices, they uh, that's going to be a little tricky as far as um, setting rosters and all that. But we're probably going to wait a, uh, two or three more weeks, kind of see how rosters shake out and hopefully see um, if there's a good fit for me uh, with the club somewhere. Well, I can tell you this, uh, the way you play baseball and the way you conduct yourself on and off the field, uh, any team, you would be a, a great asset for any team to pick you up. And the way you play baseball, uh, it's, uh, I mean, how many guys you know that can play every stinking position on the field? I mean, you pretty much played every position on the field but catcher, right? Yeah, I haven't, I haven't played center in the big leagues. I've played center in the minor leagues. Okay. Um, but, yeah, I pride myself in knowing that I can be that guy uh, on a team to be able to play any position at any given time. If I have to go in and pitch, um, give our team a, a few outs here and there, um, it's a big deal. And, um, again, I pride myself in knowing that I can be that, that guy for anybody. Um, I know my abilities. I know what I can do. 
And if you're out there um, doing your part, you're obviously doing your part to help your team win. Right. Right. Well, uh, let me. what an asset to have you in a dugout, too, and you come say, hey, Charlie, come over here and throw 92 miles an hour and strike these guys out. I mean, that's, <laughs> that's the craziest thing I've ever seen in my life. You just go up there and start slinging it. Just chucking 92. Yeah. It's pretty impressive. It's pretty impressive. <laughs> yeah, now, now I'll try to work on a little bit. Maybe I can get up a little bit. Yeah, work on like, Go with like Frenchy did and work on your knuckleball. <laughs> get, get the knuckleball going in with a fastball. So. How is it when you when you walk out in the field now because of COVID and everything, and it's just it's just quiet almost like it's such yeah. an adrenaline rush with with the fans being in the stands and everything, and I'm sure it's just a, a huge change of pace now. You know, how is that? It was. We got a little taste of um, of playing with nobody in the stands during our summer quarantine, right? Um, at the park, but they were playing in some uh, crowd crowd noise while we were out there, so it was actually like. If you really didn't look in the stands to see anybody in there, it wasn't that much of a difference. It wasn't that much of a difference. And as the as the season went on, I think guys got more and more used to it. Um, when you step in between the lines, you you still get a little rush because mm-hmm. you're focused. You got intent out there. You're on defense. You know what you got to do. Um, and honestly, after so long um, playing baseball, you've been out there for so long. You, the crowd just kind of is background noise, right? Anyways. Yeah. So you really don't notice. Um, certain people in the stands because it's they all become kind of yeah. a blur. Yeah. So that I think guys get kind of used to that. But it was nice to have some fans back in the stands during yeah. the NLCS. Yeah. That was fun. It was a little normal. It was a yeah. little normal. I imagine at that caliber of ball, it really doesn't take. Doesn't matter where you're at. It doesn't take much away from the game. So no, no, but it definitely helps having those fans in the right for sure. There is a little separator right there with guys being for able sure. to to come through during certain times. Um, that pressure does build a little bit more when yeah. you're out there. But if you if you know that you have prepared like you should prepare, then there shouldn't be pressure. It should be that excitement feeling, almost like you're just uh, a little anxious to, to go out there and do your part. Yeah. Absolutely. So that goes with the whole uh, your name, uh, your nickname is Charlie Clutch. I, I actually, when you were hitting all those home runs, I was pushing for uh, Charlie Cloverson myself. That's what <laughs> I, I like was because you were hitting so many home runs there at the end. But um, what is it like to hit those game winners, man? What is what's that feeling like, and how, how long does it take you to come down from it? And I'm going to ask you about that when you did it with the Braves, and then I'm going to ask you about the one you hit with the Dodgers too. So what is, is I know those are two different home runs, but still, the feeling that you felt, and, and how long does it take you to come down from something like that? Man, just talking about it, honestly, I keep getting chills. It's uh, knowing that you have an opportunity to go out there and uh, and win it for your team. Obviously, your team has done something well enough the whole game to get yourself in that position um for somebody to come up and win it with one swing of the bat you know i've been fortunate enough to uh to hit four walk-off homers which is, which is pretty crazy yeah um only four only four yeah <laughs> oh ho-hum no um that's something that you know i can actually kind of hang my hat on a little bit um because I, you know, haven't had a ton of chances to do that, and I've just been lucky enough and fortunate enough to put four good swings on a ball at the right point in yeah. time in the game. Um, the thing is, everybody that comes up in that situation, I'm sure it comes to their mind that they want to be that person to hit the home run. Right. Not many times you're going to go up to the box, up to the box, and say, "I'm going to hit a home run," and you do it. Yeah. You know, it's it's more of like let's just put a good swing on the ball. And then good things happen. Yeah, exactly. that's, what, that's what has happened. That's all what, four of those swings. That's what we got to teach the little kids. Yeah, yeah. Just, you uh, see a lot of guys just swinging out of their shoes, like yeah. trying to trying to make that top ten Sports Center highlight instead of, you know, like you said, just put a good swing and bat on the ball. Swing bat yeah. On, yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah. Barrel to the ball. Good yeah. things happen. All right. So when you hit the one, uh, you hit the one for LA, uh, and you send them to the playoffs. Uh, 
man, you were you're part of Dodger folklore forever. I mean, yeah, that's, that's uh, Ben Scully's last call, and it's just uh, dude, that that gives me cold chills. Yeah, Things like I got that em. give me cold chills. I too, got them. So. <laughs> but uh, but the people of LA, uh, I mean, everywhere you go, I mean, you 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 have a good fan base, and it's just you know, it's uh. How how was that? I mean, how do they how do they treat you after that? Yeah, I mean, Dodger fans are some of the best fans too. They did love you have it. to pay for your dinner much after that? Too much. <laughs> um, I wasn't I wasn't in LA too much after that because gotcha. uh, the next year I was in AAA for the whole year. They yeah. came back up in September. Then we had a fun postseason in seventeen. Mm-hmm. Um, no, Dodger fans are great. They're they're good fans. They they love their Dodgers. Um, they were great to me. They got a good staff. A good. Um, a lot of good players, but you know it was pretty cool. I was um, that was the right place at the right time. That was actually one of the only games I feel like that I actually got to play the whole game. Yeah, so that was yeah. my fifth at bat. Um, again, that was just good timing. We were we were uh, tied three to three, I think it was. Yeah, um, just put a good swing on the ball. Yeah, and, it was uh, a, that's an unbelievable highlight. So it's a, it's still a fun one to go watch over yeah. and over. So yeah. for sure. Well, out of all the teams that you've been with uh, so far, uh, I guess. Well, I'm not going to ask that question. Mm-hmm. I'm going to ask you the favorite. Um, what I guess what I was trying to say is, uh, you know, with you being from Georgia, uh, being with the Braves is probably, I would think it would be a little special, actually being home, being closer to family. Uh, and also, you know, everybody loves Charlie in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. I mean, there everybody's, you know, you know, and in Georgia, we're all huge, you know, we're huge Charlie fans. So, um, so I guess – I can't. Okay, I'm not going to ask that question. It's not fair for you to ask that question. So. I've enjoyed every moment I've had with all, every team that I've been on. Yeah. Um, everybody has their own path, and this has been my path. Being able to play with for the Braves the past three years has been very special to me. Um, obviously, with with my wife Sarah and our three children, being able to to wake up with them at home in our bed. Um, when school's in, in session, I can take my kids to, to school, I can pick them up, and then I just go to the park yeah. and play a Major League Baseball game. Yeah. Um, it's hard to – it's hard to uh, – That's a luxury. Man, that's – uh, Absolutely. It's, it's really special. We've really enjoyed it. Um, hopefully I get to do it a lot more. Um, but we'll see. We'll see what's best fit for my for me and my family going forward. Um, but that was uh, that was special not only from my family but a lot of friends too to, to be able to share a lot of those cool moments with them. What was it like to get that call up? When you first get the first call up, what was it like? First call up was uh, Mother's Day 2012. Um, my whole family came out. Um, I told my parents at, I think it was like one thirty or 2 o'clock in the morning. Um, they got on the, one of the first flights out from Atlanta to, uh, to Scottsdale, Arizona. They watched me play on Mother's Day. Uh, my wife was there, too, and she was pregnant with our first child, Collins. Awesome. So to be able to do that, we got a win. I played second base. I got my first hit. A lot of firsts were out of the way. Yeah. To be able to have my family in the stands was very special, and it's crazy to think that that was over eight years ago. I know, I know. It does. It doesn't seem that long. It doesn't. No. Nope. Does Time flies when you're having fun, huh? That's right. There's a lot <laughs> of ups and downs, but that's for everybody yeah. too. Yeah. So it's just a learning learning curve. Um, I've had a blast playing baseball, and I hope to get to play for a lot longer. Absolutely. I, well, I think you will. Mm-hmm. So, um, who's the hardest pitcher you've ever faced? Hardest pitcher I've ever faced is Jacob Degrom. Okay. Um, for some reason, he's just really tough. Yeah, <laughs> a couple no, Cy Youngs. Dude, he's tough on everybody. Though, Ninety-nine, a so. hundred miles an hour. Um, he throws it where he wants to. Um, he's super deceptive. 
Uh, there's a reason why he's had a couple Cy Youngs already. He's, but he's, he's he's what they would call filthy. He's, he, he's got some filthy stuff in the bag of tricks. He's so. filthy, and I've I've made my way into the lineup a couple times when he's pitched, and it, it hasn't uh, turned out so well for me. But <laughs> that, that's the fun part of it, you know, getting to face uh, the best pitchers in the game, best pitchers in the world, and being able to go out there and compete against them. Yeah. All right. So so real quick, I want I, and I know you're super busy. Uh, what what can we can we look for any more camps coming up in the spring, possibly for you guys, or, or is this the one that we're doing? You're going to do it uh, annually. How how are you guys handling this this camp? Yeah, so this is um, this has been a lot of fun for us to plan. We have a lot of great instructors out here, a lot of scouts. We have uh, current professional baseball players right now, uh, former players, um, a lot of good guys that have a lot of knowledge too. So the camp that we're doing now, we can probably tweak it a little bit, but I think. The first two days have gone great. Um, moving forward, we would love to keep it like this, but yeah. we'd like to add more, obviously, as well. Maybe you. do a little bit more specific uh, hitting camps, more specific fielding camps, and so on. So we're right. gonna we're gonna put our heads together and uh, see what's best fit uh, for these kids and see what they want to do. So we're here to uh, to help them to help them get better, but to let them enjoy the game of baseball. Can you tell us what other players is here working on the camp and like where, where the scouts are from? Yeah, so we got um, Luke Merton, who's a special assistant to the general manager of the San Diego Padres. Uh, we got Tim Money, uh, he's with the Philadelphia Phillies. Eric Robinson is a cross checker with the Nationals. Uh, Amos Willingham, um, Dylan Beasley, uh, Sam Clay, all Washington Nationals um, pitchers. Um, who else do we got? We got Brody Wofford from uh, Cartersville, Georgia. Yep. Uh, Connor Bullard, who's a junior college player down in Florida. Uh, my dad, myself, uh, Braden Schleyhuber, who is a former Braves player, played 10 years in the minors with the Braves. Now he's a advanced scout with the Braves. Um, Jimmy Dean's helping out. Jimmy Dean helps with training legends. So we got a lot of good knowledge, a lot of good uh, guys that are close by too. Uh, Jared England, he's a scout with the New York Mets. And if I miss somebody, I'm sorry, but that's a that's a lot that's, of names. Man, that is a huge lineup, you know. And it's and I don't, I, I know Tyler did camps when he was younger. He did right. like in the, like colleges and things. That, but the knowledge these guys are that you guys are bringing in for these kids is amazing. So it's uh, you know kudos to y'all for doing the right thing with that too, for sure. Yeah, and the biggest thing too, it's um, obviously it definitely helps having these guys and these names. But for me, when I was a young kid, I would go out to Ricky Latanzi baseball camps, and he Ricky used to be the head coach at Shorter. And so we had a blast. And so those are those are times that I still talk about is going out to the Ricky Latanzi baseball camp. And they he had his guys at Shorter, the current college players, uh, coaching us, you know, running us through camp. And as a little kid, that was a blast for us. You know, we, we looked up to them. So we just want these kids to look up to us. But we're here together. We're here to let them have fun. We're here to teach them and get them better. Um, and that's what it's all about. And Hopefully, 20, 30 years down the road, they're still talking about Charlie Culberson baseball camp. I think they will be, and I, you know, it's the thing that I say about baseball. And I played when I was younger. You know, you make lifelong friends in baseball, and you make lifelong memories. And there's thing, you know, there's there's people that you will that you may have played little league with, uh, you know, or things like that. Or you always have that camaraderie. You always have that bond with those folks because, I mean, some of the best times of your life, you know, growing up playing baseball, it was mine. So Yeah, and we're not going to be able to play baseball our whole life either. Right. So here, here we are, be, 
being able to make friends, like you said, lifelong friends. It right. goes it goes beyond the baseball field. So. Just making the most of it. That's, that's I, what it's all I had about. One guy tell me one time that we all have something in common with Derek Jeter. We eventually have to stop playing baseball. Some yeah, that's earlier true. than others, yep. but it happens. So. It's so true, yeah. and that's going to be a tough day when it comes around. But uh, everyone's had to do it at some point. Well, I want to just tell you, I, I really do appreciate your time, and uh, I thank you so much for sitting down with us and letting us talk to you. Uh, and we wish nothing but better, you know, the best things for you coming up in the future. Uh, and whoever picks you up is going to be, I mean, huge asset on the team. And uh, no matter where you go, even if you go to the Mets or the Phillies, <laughs> I'll I'll still be a fan. I'll be your fan. Just Charlie's fan, though. I won't I won't I won't root for anybody. There you go. <laughs> I appreciate Jacob that. Durant. And Charlie, before we get out of here, I just want to tell you, I have so much respect for you that no matter what the game situation is, or no matter when you're getting put into play, you always get out there and perform. No matter what it is, no matter what's going on, I appreciate that. Yeah, it's been a lot of fun. I I, I look uh, to the future of a lot of a lot of more fun. To watch you hit some more of these walk off home runs. There's not a lot of guys you can just stick them out there, um, and they just they just come out on top in, in any given situation, you know. And yeah. I, I respect you for that. I appreciate that. Yeah, and again, I I'll go back to it. It's something that I take a lot of pride in. Um, Absolutely. You know, somebody's got to do that job, and not just speaking for myself, and not just because of. The situation I'm in, but young kids growing up too, being able to learn different positions, helping yourself out, helping the team, and helping yeah. that manager be able to just, right. you know, slot you in anywhere That's in so the order huge. or on the field, and um, you got to take pride in that, being able to know how to do that. Yeah, don't don't limit yourself. Yeah, you know? yeah, that's that, right. That's the one thing that when I coached, and I used to tell uh, parents that would get upset because their kid wasn't playing. Uh, right. I'm like, look. You know, he's got to learn how to play every sneaking position on this field if, if you want to continue playing as long as you can. So. My dad would put me on the bench, and I'd ask him when I was younger, like, why am I on the bench? He goes, you got to learn how to sit there and watch your team. Yeah. you got <laughs> to learn the game from the bench, and every, that's okay. Yeah. You can't pout. Yeah. Because when it's right. your turn, you go out there and be ready. That's right. Make it happen. If I'm out there preparing myself before the game, I don't have to think when the game comes around. Right. Absolutely. You just, out, you just go out there and play and react. And then I'll speak for a lot of guys in my situation, too. It's unfortunate how the game's kind of going. They're not valuing every player because you have to have every type of player on a, on a team to be able to win to win a ball game. Right. And so that's why, for me, as a utility player, I take a lot of pride in being able to do what I do. Who's one guy? Who's one guy that you're in the dugout with that you're just like this is this is one of the best baseball players I've ever seen. Just God-given natural talents I've ever seen in my entire life. Well, as far as natural ability goes, and he's still kind of a raw player as Acuna. Yeah. Being able to play with him, obviously Freddie Freeman. I played against Freddie um, coming up in the minors our first year, and his swing was a little unorthodox. Mm -hmm. I think it's worked out pretty well for Freddie Freeman. Oh, yeah, absolutely. A lot of guys are trying to mimic that swing a little bit. Um, I've played against Mike Trout. Mike Trout is probably the best all-around player I've ever seen play the game of baseball, but I've been very fortunate enough to suit up with a Clayton Kershaw, yeah. um, Freddie Freeman, Ronald Acuna Jr., like some of the best players in the game. Yeah. Cody Bellinger, it's pretty special. Yeah. So I can kind of hang my hat on that too. Yeah, absolutely. Too cool, man. Yeah. 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 yeah, it's been fun. Yeah, all right, Charlie. Thank you so much for your time. Uh, and uh, if you got anything that you want to talk about, anything that you want to – this coming up for the for like, um, you know, camps or any websites or anything that you want to talk about uh, that you want to you want to plug, anybody? Yeah, we don't have anything set in stone yet. Um but we do have a website. This is my dad's website. It's ccbbaseball.com. Um, we'll have some information on there as far as upcoming camps and uh, more specific camps, I believe. Nothing right now, but uh, after this camp is done, we're going to sit down and talk and see what's going to be best for, for these young kids to come out um, 
and come out here and learn the game of baseball. So just be on the lookout for that. We'll add that link cool. to our website, yeah, too. Yeah, for so sure. That way, any of that information that comes through, we'll have that link on our website so folks can click on that and check it out, too. So Sounds great. Thank if you. If you're in Northwest Georgia and you're playing baseball, CCB is where you need to be. That's right. That's a fact. <laughs> Y'all come on out. We're having fun. All right. Okay, okay Charlie. Thank you thank so you, much Charlie. for your time. I'm going to go it. ahead. And uh, we, uh, thanks, for everybody. Thanks for joining us. Appreciate it. Thank you.